Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part five, the exciting conclusion of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much. And now enjoy the exciting conclusion of the podcast. Statham's acting coming up the stairs here is awesome because he's like staggering like, yeah, Jesus! Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my Jesus God! Right. God. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking great. Like, he looks like Edgar from Men in Black. Like, Jesus Christ, fucking yeah. the bug. Well, actually, uh, I love I, yeah, the fucking bug. Give I fucking sugar. loved him in the Crank movies. He's those great are over crank. the top. Super crazy and shit like that. Like, yeah. those are the craziest fucking movies. Like, oh. again, a, a stupid a, concept, but fun as fuck. Yeah. You know, that's a movie that didn't take itself too seriously. And I think this oh, yeah, this movie knew. tries to a little bit. Right? It's making yeah. an effort to be serious and it just it just can't. Yeah, and in Crank, like he's running around doing all kinds of shit. Like when he caught that guy's hand off with the meat cleaver, yes. he goes he says something and the guy's like, Ah, oh, he goes, Did you fucking see that? How how awesome was that? Like he actually <laughs> says to the guy, he cut his hand. I forget what it was. He's like, "Oh, I just cut your hand off." How fucking awesome was that? How fucking like, awesome was that? You're just like it's fucking good. <laughs> so yeah, we get they uh, basically go through the, the portal universe thing. portal, and they go back to the base of operations for these. I want to say time cop, but it's really parallel universe cops but it is kind of time cop uh, it'd be awesome if van damme just walked by in the background yeah that'd be dope in his time cop suit (laughs) and they uh yeah they basically bring them bring them back and uh they're both like no i'm the real jet lee he's like no i'm the real jet lee and they put one in and then statham goes and sees the tan line on the wedding ring tan line on uh one of the Jet Lees and is like, no, wait, that's Wait a not minute, take no that guy off. That's not the Lee. right guy. I like how they didn't even hesitate. They're like, fuck, fire this guy to the fucking <laughs> prison universe or whatever it is. Believe this guy that just came through the time tunnel and isn't confused at all. Yeah, isn't confused <laughs> at all. You basically come out the other side like your pants are full of poo. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, you're when you turn digital and start breaking apart, you know, you like, you, you have to shit your digital pants. poop. Yeah, he's like, it's all broken apart shit. <laughs> it's like, man, it back together. come on. You got your time tunnel diaper on? Yes, of course I do. Yes, yes. I'm wearing my time tunnel diaper. Um, 
But then they throw the evil Jet Lee. They send him off. And uh, we kind of have this weird thing where they're like, yeah, we got to send him. We got to send good Jet Lee back to his world. And yes. Statham's like, if you send him back there, he's going to be fucked. And they're like, well, too bad. That's the way the well, parallel up, universe cops work. We're sending him back from whence he came. And then Statham's like, all right, I'll, uh, first Statham's just like, he's like, when he gets right up in his face and he goes like, that's the order. And Statham gets in and he goes, that order is bullshit. I remember <laughs> in the theater laughing my ass off at that. Statham's hilarious in that. Cause he's, he's over, he's, he's selling it hard. That order is bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah. It's fucking great. It's awesome. I love that. dude. But St- Statham suddenly is like backpedals does like a 180 he's like oh no you're right we should send him back uh yeah i'll send him back to his world uh yeah i'll do it myself yeah why don't you guys real all fucking leave. sketchy yeah he's real sketchy and then he fucking go get a sandwich to, he fucking sends him to paradise world which is a super awesome world where he goes like back and low jobs are currency blowjobs are currency well that's fucking here <laughs> in this world yeah well fair enough only yeah. fans um yeah sign up for our you have offended this podcast only fans <laughs> they had uh they had those three-wheeled remember those three-wheeled one-seater cars from the early 2000s that were being fucking sold out in bc yeah yeah like the little fucking, yellow one that shows up here yeah it's a corbis or a corbin and then they got like this little honda insight electric car and everybody's in los angeles and it's like the cleanest city of the world and everybody's wearing like fucking super saturated 1980s colors yep and uh jet lee sees a dog that he ran over his paw and takes him to the vet and it's carla and they meet which they meet there is kind of weird because i mean it looks just like her but it's a different fucking person yeah but i mean like it's not really a happy ending so Jet Li... Like, that's not the woman that he loves. But, like, bad Jet Li killed the good Jet Li from this universe, right? The TK from his universe, and now... Oh, well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. TK from this Jet Li's universe is dead. So yes. Jet Li now drops into this perfect universe, but in this perfect yes. universe, bad Jet Li killed the good Jet Li for, like, dreadlock Jet Li or whatever the fuck. Yes. Who would have yes. ended up marrying that TK. Yeah. But she doesn't know him because she doesn't recognize him. Animal Hospital TK. Yes. So now Good Jet Li gets to marry her, right? Yeah. She, like, you know, hey, she doesn't hey, have any fucking doing? choice in the matter. But it's a different fucking girl. Like, you know, he yeah. doesn't have any shared experiences with her. But, you know, whatever. It's kind of back to the future. And now Bad Jet Li is in this prison colony universe where he has to fuck all these dudes up? Honestly, like, they do this thing where there's, like, this pyramidal-shaped set of stairs... Yep. And there's like a big tough guy sitting at the top in the prison. I don't know why they would build this in the prison. Theoretically, it's kind of like Clint Eastwood in Escape from Alcatraz. It's king of the, the castle. He sits yeah. at the top of the stairs. Yeah, he's king of the castle. Like they built this in the prison for the purpose of playing entertainment. King of the. Yeah, entertainment. Let's just, <laughs> let's just let the prisoners, you know, one guy stands at the top and everybody rushes him. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of like a cool scene dramatically where he just walks in and he's like i am you law i'm nobody's bitch you're mine yeah. and he, he comes in and just fucking show nuffs everybody any 50 of you motherfuckers come <laughs> try <enough? laughs> fuck i really want to see a remake of this movie with with show enough like let's just digitally 
drop him in there oh, and have him that would be awesome. as the one. That would be amazing. But I mean, that's the end of the movie. It's it's dude, it's just okay for me. Like it's just okay. Yep, it's it's a it's a passable, fun little martial artsy flick with a sci-fi edge. So yeah, it's it's all right, man. I, I enjoyed it, but it's not one of my faves. So, all right, brother, let's rock into the categories. Uh, how do you do for soundtrack and score and foley and all that jazz for this? Uh, for soundtrack and foley, what? Uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go three and a half fists out of five. I think that <laughs> the the music, like the music, I'd give five out of five because I think the music's fucking dope. Yeah. I don't think that the music matches the tone of the film. Like, I, I just don't think it does. Yeah. I could see them doing that. I think that this score, as historically inaccurate as it is, would fit in the movie 300, you know, bashing the ever-living fuck at a Xerxes, you know. <laughs> like, like, that would that would fit better. It would. Even though the Greeks yeah. didn't, didn't have Disturbed or any of that shit i don't think it matched i think i think it was i think it was dope but i don't think it was a good match is what no. I'll, is what i'll say no i i would say the exact same thing i think the foley was great the soundtrack again like you the songs are good and i like them but they kind of take me out of the film a little bit so i i also had three and a half fists out of five for for soundtrack and foley and whatnot uh what do you got for acting uh acting the actors are better than the acting in this film. Uh, yes. So I'm also going three and a half fists out of five because it's not Jet, it's not Jet Li's best acting by far. It's not Statham's best acting by far. It's not Delroy Lindo's best acting by far. Um, yeah. I, I, I just don't think that the chemistry really was there. Actually, I'm going to take it down to three instead of three and a half. I'm going to take it down to three. I don't think that I don't, I don't think that the chemistry's there. I don't think that wow factor's there, and I think every single actor in this film is better than what showed up on screen here. Yeah, yeah, the acting's okay. I, 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 the acting's good. I mean, the acting's probably the best part of the movie. So I'll go three and a half fifth set of five again for acting. I thought Carla Gugino was really good, as you said, Jet Li, Delroy Lindo, Statham. They all do their jobs well. Nothing ever took me out of the movie, but nothing ever was like, wow, that's yeah. tremendous. So, yeah, kind of no, a but slightly I mean, you above just average. Think, you think about Statham in uh, Snatch, even the little things that he did where he's like, how long for those sausage? And he's like, yeah. five minutes Turkish. And he's like, it was three minutes, two minutes ago. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and the faces that he that he makes. Like, you know, I think he's a better actor than 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 you see on the screen here. Um, yes, and and again, it's not a bad job, but I've seen all these people do a better performance in other films, so that's why I'm going to go three. Good call. I'm into it. What about martial arts? I'm going to have to go three on martial arts too. Yeah. Um Just because, again, there's there there's no bone breaking or teeth rattling shots. Like the CGI, I think really fucked this. And you know, you watch something that. Gareth Evans or early Seagal like when when Seagal put the fucking uh, cue ball in the fucking bartender's towel yeah and and the foley on that right the foley yeah. on that and then you know uh buddy getting up like you broke my fucking teeth um <laughs> you know you felt you felt all those hits so yeah um it's it's not great here yeah I'm the same I, I had three for three fists out of five for martial arts because I I like Jet Li a lot I think he's great 
but I think he's misused here with the CGI and the pairing. It just doesn't, it doesn't work well for me. Yeah. Uh, I do really appreciate uh, Corey Wen using the two different styles for the two different guys. I thought that was, that was really fucking well, cool. That's the stuff that's really good. Like when he's in the jail cell and he's basically snapping uh, and stepping, he's basically stepping and driving. It's not even a real punch, right? He's just driving forward and driving forward each step and yeah. snapping the wrist, uh, you know, timing with the hands and feet. Like, that stuff I really liked. It's just when he fucking super speed runs and he looks like fucking Bugs Bunny. And again, like, <laughs> yeah. Kung Fu Hustle did that shit way better. Like, Kung Fu Hustle as like, like, really went for it. Like, Kung Fu Hustle, like, when she's running, like, fucking the Roadrunner and her legs yep. are spinning so they're a blur. Like, you're just like, okay, that's fucking hilarious. And this... I think it needed to either go a little bit more realistic and yeah. peel back some of the special effects or embrace it and go a little bit further. Yes. Well, and that's like we were talking about earlier. You have to, in Kung Fu Hustle, they set up the world and never broke the rules. Like the rules were, this world is fucking yeah. mental. It's crazy. Anything can happen and we're going to show you that. And they do. And then in this yeah. movie... Anything can happen, but then it doesn't. But then he can punch through steel, cast iron, but then he doesn't kill Jason Statham with a punch. Like, it doesn't, it's yeah. not internally consistent. And that leaves the viewer confused and not knowing what's going on and where am I and why do I care about this, you know? Yeah, exactly. If, like, so. I, I can I can punch through a goddamn school uh, and then I punch, <laughs> you know, Jason Statham in the chest and he goes, oh, fuck, me yeah. ribs. That's like, stung. <laughs> stung a bit, yeah. That's stung. It's like, Jesus, he's acting like I fucking punched him. You know, <laughs> Jet Li just punched, like, picked up two motorcycles and crushed a cop. And yes. And then he punches Statham. And, it, like, again, inconsistency in the physics of it really fucking drove me. Yeah. Would you put Sammo Hung in this movie anywhere to make it better? I think that this movie can be better without putting Sammo Hung in it. Because... After watching Yes, Madam, I think Corey Ewan has the ability to do uh, some great fight choreography and stunt choreography. Samo's fantastic too. I think that I think that this film misuses the stunt choreography. So yes. I think if you put Samo Hung in this film and still misuse it, it's 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 a waste. So I think that Samo wouldn't necessarily make this film better. I think that the tone of this film needs to be fixed and i think you'd have a much better film so i'm gonna yeah. say no to adding sammo i would like to see sammo in there in in a sense of like you know replace like statham or somebody with with sammo just so that you could get that Jet Li sammo hung fight scene in there but i, I yeah. you know i kind of agree with you in that it doesn't need it like the the problem in the movie isn't the martial arts the problem is the impl the the intrusion of the cg yes into the fighting where it doesn't belong and is overused to the point where it shouldn't be so if you back off on the cg you've got a decent movie you just have to stay yes. consistent with the physics and the impacts and what you're allowing to happen within this universe so it's not necessarily a martial arts problem i mean i, I think sam i would put sammo in almost fucking anything but I don't necessarily know if it would fix the problem here. Yeah, if we're doing that CG, I don't think it's going to fix the problem. I agree with you. No. Would you put William Hung in this to fuck it up more? Yeah. 
Yeah, I fucking totally would because <laughs> in a, in a lot of ways this movie is, you know, a bit of a train wreck. I would I would have William Hung as Dean Norris's partner. So, whenever <laughs> Dean Norris is on camera, I would make sure that William Hung was also in the shot, just basically reacting. I, I wouldn't even give him any lines. Like when uh, the fucking gun comes out and Dean Norris is like, fire! Like William Hung is just in the background, just shocked, just like, holy fuck! Like, I think he'd be great. I think he'd be a great comedic background uh, actor in this. I think that'd be hilarious. Where would Where would you put him? I think what I would do is... I would take the mouse bomb out and I would put a William Hung bomb. Jesus. And I would make him come in like as a a fucking gimp slave to Carlo Gugino. And she just lets him run up and fucking hug the the, the thing and boom, blow up. Hug the glass and boom. Yeah. (laughs) Dressed as like a My Buddy doll from the 80s or something. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Is anybody in this movie you'd buy a beer? Yeah, at the end of the day, I'd buy the beer for Jet Li because I think he worked his ass off on this, playing two characters, putting stuff together, and really fucking dogging it. So he'd be the one that I would that I think most deserves a beer out of everybody in this film. Yeah, I would probably I would agree with that. I would buy Jet Li a beer too. But if I if I could do another one, I'd buy one for Corey Yuen because. I think he probably put a hell of a lot of work into the martial arts choreography. And I think when he watched this, he was probably like, fuck, man. Really? With the CG? Yeah, it's hard to say. So Yeah, because, I, I, I mean, would, like, his stuff... Know. Like, I usually don't like wire work, right? Like, I usually yeah. don't like wire work. Like, I like the stuff pretty realistic. But in Yes, Madam, the wire work that they did was pretty fucking legit. Like It was, was legit like, and it was Jesus. sparse enough that it worked. Yeah, like even when Cynthia Rothrock used that pole vault and yeah. basically landed on the wall doing like the, the splits the, up the wall, splits up the wall, it like the way she moved and the way she hit that wall, it looked it looked like she actually did it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, yeah. Like you know it's wires, but it looked it sold enough that you're like fuck, like she actually fucking did that and stuck herself to the to the fucking wall. Yeah. So he, I, I don't know what he thought of it, but yeah, I think that they kind of, I think they kind of fucked up the martial arts on this a little bit. Yeah, I think they did too. All right, brother, that is a wrap on 2001's The One with Jet Li. So coming up next, we have, jumping back in time by about 20 years, uh, we're going back into the world of Chuck Norris. Back to 1980, and we're hitting Lee Van Cleef and the Octagon. Yes, no CGI or fucking wires in this film. <laughs> no, sir. Richard Norton and Chuck Norris throwing down with the sigh and all that shit. So I'm excited for this one. I haven't seen this one, uh, oh my God, in forever. Like, when's the last time you watched this? It's been a long time. Oh my God. I watched it with uh, David Harris, who moved away in like 1989 or something like that. So yeah, long it's been a long time, ass brother. Time. So we're going to catch up with that coming up next week. 1980, The Octagon, on You Have Offended, this podcast. Oh, my God.